This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin. And no, I know what you're thinking. Garth has not just grown a head of hair. It's Chris O'Brien. How the fuck Hello. are you? I read Catch Him, Ryan. I didn't like it. I think Hayden Caulfield is an insufferable dick. Absolute bell top. Yeah. And like... He seems to hate everyone he ever meets, and like it's also like on one hand it's like dude same, but also like you're being an asshole about it. Like he, he, yeah, like I get you, and like spoilers. Um, I get you're like in a mental institution or fucking whatever. But I don't care. I I don't care. It, I I didn't need to read for a hundred and something pages to get to there. Like despite it being such a small book, I fucking slugged my way through that. The only redeeming thing, like we had to read it for um, GCSE. Um, oh, nothing kills your enjoyment of a book than reading it for school, doesn't it? Because it's so weird because they're, they're, tr- they're trying to teach you how to like gleam themes and stuff, but they then give it a right answer, which is like the opposite of what media discussion should be. It's fucking ridiculous. Like that's what winds me up. Like, why are the curtains blue? There should be many, many reasons as opposed to it means depression. Well, no, it could mean a whole host of things. Um, that's it the could, whole point it of mean English. That they couldn't afford red ones. Exactly. And it's a whole discussion on economics and the class divide and you, all that bullshit. You know what book I had to do for, well, it was standard grade, not GCSE, but you know what book I had to do was uh, Lord of the Flies. Despised it. Despised that book. Lord of the Flies is a weird one. Lord of the Flies is a good read. If you do, it's one of those again. It's like To Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird as a book is very good. But... I've had that on my shelf since I was fifteen, and I haven't read it. Um, yeah, I. To I be fair, like it. uni complete uni completely killed my want to read for pleasure because mm. you're reading all day anyway. Like it, here's the thing: I read almost no books for university, but I read a fucking lot. Like I had to read so much, like just to just for like essays and shit. It was ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, and then and then like our uni for years, suddenly like, oh yeah, reading can be really fun. Well, that's what I mean. I did English at uni, so the amount of books oh, yeah, I, I had to read. I mean, to be fair, um, anyone that's listening to this and going to do English at university, um, I'm going to save you a lot of time now. Uh, don't read the books and just purchase something called Cliff Notes. Um, so that it might be a different name, I'd, but you can you can subscribe to the I service. Had, I had an ex who studied English and she never read a book. She always read the Notes. Every, honestly, not only has it got your themes, it's got your character descriptions, it's got a rundown of um, sort of the stuff going on at the time. And it's just, it's a time saver because there's it- absolutely no way that you can read, especially if it's D.H. Lawrence. D.H. Lawrence can fuck 
off. Where that is the title of this episode. There's a, a Daryl O'Brien bit where he's talking about video games and it's like, imagine if other media was like video games and cut you off from the rest of it if you're not good enough. Yeah. Like, um, imagine if you're like fucking reading a book and it's like, so what's ever major theme so far? Um, I don't know. Bank. <laughs> it's true though, to be fair. It is true. Um, the watchers are wondering what the book was. It was iRobot. There you Not go. The Will Not the Will Smith movie. I'm sick of having to explain. <laughs> to be fair, it's <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those. Unfortunately, many films that are more famous than the book is actually after. Um, well, the book isn't actually based on the movie. Isn't actually based on the fucking book. We just took the, took the just title. took the name because didn't, wasn't it like an important early film as well? iRobot. Like wasn't that like an early sci-fi film? Yep. So we were just like. Oh, that's a name that people in their sixties would recognise. Let's put Will Smith on it and have him swear. To be fair, Will Smith is a sexy man. I, I like Will Smith. My problem is Will Smith is is oversaturation. I'm kind of yeah. sick of his face. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of his face. Like, like <laughs> think of think of what everyone was thinking about Jennifer Lawrence two two or three years ago, but it's been happening for all my life. Behave yourself. No one is thinking that about Jennifer Lawrence. She is a fucking national treasure. Not the national treasure, that's Nicolas Cage. She's she's American. I didn't say she was an English national treasure, Chris. There's not exactly many American national treasures. Who the fuck else are we going to get? Ted Nugent, he's a paedophile. Is he actually? Well, allegedly. Okay, right. Again, we are just going to... Huge things at the bottom of the podcast. It is alleged, alleged... You know, the 18 people that listen to this podcast, please you don't, don't grasp on know, this to Ted Nugent. You know, um, Simon Ansel and Nevermind the Buzzcocks? Yes. That's one of my favorite one of my favorite things where we're talking about um Kirk Cobain. No, we're talking about Carney Cox, and it's like, um, oh, she'd snap you like a twig and it's like or maybe kill me and call it suicide. <laughs> and well, I feel Courtney like Love. That's Courtney Love, Courtney Cox is a different person. Oh, Courtney! Yeah, she's Monica from Friends. Yes, I was thinking. Um, <laughs> What's she yeah, doing? No, but like I was about to say, I think I like to think that's the energy I bring to this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm the edge. Yeah, I, I, I think that's one thing we can definitely call it. Um, is is an edge. Let's let's go yeah, with like, that. Um, like, like we all have different edges. Like you're the teacher. Um, I don't really don't want that to just be my edge. <laughs> Like I'm sort of the young, youthful energy, and then sometimes nihilistic because you guys gave me a world that's not worth living in. And blame Garth, man. It was fucked when and, I no, got and it. Then, and, then, and then Garth is like the angry old man who hates everything. Mm-hmm. I still love when we showed him, like I half remember show, showing him Manami Toyota versus Aja Kong. Not Manami. Um, Aja Kong versus Bonacano, and him just going, "Oh, this isn't a match." He is such a grumpy fuck. Sorry, I thought I could hear someone talking downstairs. I think it's Alexa, which is fucking terrifying. Hang on one second. I'll make sure I cut this out. It's Alexa. That Uh, harrowing when you can hear your girlfriend talking to someone and there isn't anyone else in the fucking house. Anyway, let's... She could be on the the phone. No, because I can hear someone talking to her. She could be on speakerphone. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, to be fair, you've completely undermined uh, my my panic, which I'm not a fan of. I mean, I'm not undermining... I'm trying to show you there's logical reasons why there'd be voices in your house. That's not undermining your panic. That's me trying to bring you down to a lower place. Yeah. Thank just... you. And and I appreciate that. I think that's more what you bring. You're, you're my rationale when I, uh, when I oh, am th- just... I'm not... I'm I'm not rational. Have you met me? <laughs> You've met me. You do podcasts with me. You've been out with me. You know that I yeah. am not rational. Yeah, because Kanye Ray Jackson's Emotion is the best pop album of the 2010s. And you can't disagree because you didn't listen to any fucking pop albums in the 2010s. Not just the 2010s, mate. Yeah. Not just oh, the 2010s. Because at you're a teenager who's like, oh, I've never listened to pop music. I'm so cool. Mate, prog metal for me. Progmel, yeah, wanky cunt. Yeah, that is that is why I listen to it just so I can wank in public. Otherwise, it's a restraining order. You're, you're a Blink One Eight Two fan, correct? I can like more that's than like one the, fucking genre. That's like the most opposite of like prog metal you could have. Hey, Mark Hoppus is an underrated bassist. Uh, bassist. Yeah, he's very good at playing root notes. To be fair, I'm not even going <laughs> to argue with it. Nah, to be fair. <laughs> He has some running riffs which go up and down the bass neck, which are quite good, but no, yeah, nine times yeah, out of ten does, it is just, it's yeah, just root some, notes. He has some good bass lines, but you know, it's more than nine times out. It's like 9.99999. Like maybe once an album, it's you will get a... every song but Man Overboard. Yeah, basically. And to be fair, Blink hasn't had a good album in years. So. Blink haven't had a good album since the self titled album in 2003. I'll grant you that. Well, yeah, because they've been trying to go without Tom for so long. Well, even even the stuff with Tom, like neighborhoods, was shit. Uh, oh, I yeah, don't but like, because they fucking say. hate, didn't they fucking hate each other? Like, of course, no, it was. Shit. It was it, they didn't hate each other. They just decided that the best way to record the album. This has gone off on a tangent. The best way to record that album was to do it like not getting together. Basically, they did it in COVID times, like nine years before COVID, and just sent uh-huh. the files to each other, and then recorded it into Logic, and then put it together. Um, which is why it sounds so fucking disjointed, and it's why Kaleidoscope sounds like three different fucking songs. Um, it's so weird. I was thinking about this the other day, because, like, obviously that's an idea where Blink went completely up their own ass. 100%. And, well, Blink, uh, Tom. Yeah, well, but every band has that album where mm-hmm. they go absolutely completely up their own ass. And it's either their best album or their worst album. Yeah. <laughs> Completely like, agree. No band does a wanky album and it's middling. Yeah, like um, Beatles' White Album, one of their best albums. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Couldn't then, agree like, more. Jump Over to Oasis, Be Here Now, easily one of their worst. Yeah, I agree. Not the worst. Unless, Not the worst. No, standing on the Shoulders is easily the Fairly worst. Shit, yeah. Gaff- Garth doesn't fucking agree. I noticed you never. I know she never expressed these opinions when Garth's around. I'm the one having to fucking He's an fight back. Angry on. man, <laughs> especially when it comes to Oasis. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Like honestly, he's he opened the podcast last week with a fucking Liam Gallagher quote. That's how much he loves them. Did he? I didn't listen last week. You didn't listen last week. You're a cunt. I've been busy. You're supposed to be like our main cheerleader. You're supposed to be on the fucking podcast. I, I think you're fine. I'm still on a sabbatical. I'm filling in for Garth. You're filling in for Garth? <laughs> you're the temp. Yeah. Um, as you can tell by the fact that we've just utterly rambled for the opening 10 minutes. Slightly in the stardom cast again. Yeah. Just Except, I don't, except we're going to watch some good wrestling. <laughs> oh! Um, anyway, uh, we should probably bring this sort of 
around to wrestling, sort of, I guess. Um, obviously, because there's only two of us, because Garth has decided that he is too good for the podcast and he'd rather go and watch his shit football team beat another shit football team. Um, That's my Newcastle fan. Yeah, but we're now the richest club in the world, Chris, so I don't care. I mean, the most money doesn't make you the most good. Saudi blood money, mate. For- don't in care. For, I only watch one sport. It's Formula One. Ferrari has the most money. Sport. Pretty shit. Sport. I mean, like, you need to be very physically fit to do it. You do. Absolutely. I'd argue that since Lewis Hamilton started racing, it's become less of a sport and more of a popularity contest. Um, um, I'm, okay, so first of all, you're wrong. Second of all, um... This season, he's not even leader of the championship right now. Verstappen's leader of the championship. It's been a very good season. Okay, sorry, I just I wanted to wind you up. I'm sorry. I know you love F1. It's the only sport I can tease I you some- about. I sometimes <sighs> watch MMA, but like I don't watch it enough to know anything. No. Like I watch enough MMA to know that I know nothing about MMA. <laughs> like my fan, like if I'm analyzing a fight, I'm like, yeah, he punched real good. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I haven't watched F1 on a consistent basis since probably the 2001 season. So you're looking at Michael Schumacher, Mika Heikkinen, David yeah. Coulthard, Ralph Schumacher, the less loved Schumacher, and then the greatest driver of all time in uh, my all-time favorite F1 driver, Giancarlo Fisichella. I didn't see Fisichella being your favorite. Honestly, it was. I was obviously quite young when I started watching F1, and because his name had the word fish in it, his, he became my favourite. I lost kind my of... shit. I lost my absolute shit. We were sat in Florida during, I think it was 2006, um, and it was the Interlagos, so the Brazilian circuit, and at this point, he'd never won a race. He'd been racing for years and never won a race, um, and every fucker span off. Every it was like the wettest race ever, and he won. But there was only like eleven cars in the race, but he won, and I lost my fucking yeah. shit. Fisichella's career kind of fizzled out, and it was kind of sad. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Absolutely. After that, pretty much took a huge nosedive. But irrelevant of that, he was still a fantastic driver. JP Montoya. Yeah, he was, was, he was uh, uh, two thousand and one. Ocean Pablo Montoya. He was a very exciting driver. He was very good. He was extremely yeah. good. He was the only thing for a Especially... while that made Williams entertaining. Yeah, well, it's that. And, well, to be fair, now we're entertaining because they're such a fucking shit show. Mate, we had... Um, who did we have? We had Minardi, who were fucking shocking. Oh, now we... For, instead of Minardi, it's Haas. Yes. They have, two, they have two rookies. And Gunter Steinberg, the guy who runs for things going well no one's done it before that doesn't mean it's bad it's like no one's done it before because you need someone to teach your rookie how to drive why do you think your rookies always last and it's nikita mazapin who is awful it's like new japan saying we are going to put the iwgp heavyweight championship on yota suji and then worry when he doesn't get better only fighting uemura to be fair, like they've taken those young boy surprise wins before. So. To be fair, I would watch that match in in like f- two three years time. It would not surprise me if Yota Suji versus Yuyamura is like Tokyo. If, if Dome. only because everyone else will be injured. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Hiromo will have had another injury. Kota Ibushi still won't have recovered from his uh, pneumonia because they won't Okada... let him fucking rest. Okada will still have a broken back. <laughs> 
Okada Tanahashi will still have will a broken back, yeah. Tanahashi will still be the best wrestler in the company. He will have had to have been cryogenically frozen and brought back to life because the company has bottomed out that badly. Yeah. Every anyway. single main event is Shingo because they just haven't got anyone else. Speaking of New Japan, what's our first match today, Robert? I'm still not done on New Japan. Why? Well, we... Why, 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 Chris? No, no, no. Answer me this. Riddle me this, Chris. Why the fuck did Jeff Cobb not win his block? And I, I know it's because the... Okada was due to win the G1. Fine, put him in the other block. Put Cobb in the other block and have Okada beat him in the final. A, a couple of things. One, um, I'm basing this completely off of seeing the results. I don't. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the G1, so like, if you if you think my takes are shit, you're right. I don't watch it. <laughs> but um, the way. A lot of Japanese companies book in that because Okada right with their ace still, still like yeah. as much as as much as people don't want it to be so. But it's from all case. accounts, he's had a pretty good G one. As yeah, you would hope, he's a good T. But like good so, so they're so they're building. They they did the same thing with Kushida in the Super Juniors. They did the same thing with Tanahashi. They built up this unstoppable monster for their ace to beat, so he can look good going into the finals. Which I don't have a problem with. I think Okada winning the G1 is the right way to go, especially if you're doing a three-night Wrestle oh, Kingdom. Christ. I think I'm that's the right way it. to go. I probably will. I say I won't, and then I probably will, but I just don't understand why probably go. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to go, I might do a watch-along. I'm like, yeah, fine, I'll come along to a watch-along. Yeah, I genuinely might do that, to be fair. Yeah, um, yeah it was... Last point, I completely agree with you. The whole Unstoppable Monster thing, because he was unbeaten, wasn't he? Um, Okada was his only loss. Yeah, it was a ca- it was a case of um, the points fell just enough so that if Okada beats Cobb, Okada will go through mm. kind of thing. But what I don't and... understand is, why would you not have that as your final? Because Ibushi getting through to um, the, the third key... final. Yeah, no, it's his fourth final in a row. Yes, because he lost 28 to uh, Tanner, didn't he? It was uh, him versus Tanner, him versus White. Him versus Sonata, <laughs> and him. I'm, 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 as soon as I saw that was final, I'm like, I'm really happy. I gave up on this. G1. Honestly, I watched it, and it was the most four star match I've ever seen. Like, just nothing that mattered. That that shouldn't. That's not. That's not. A, that shouldn't be a negative thing. I think shouldn't you need be. to think about your rating. No, shouldn't the be. Most but you think about the finals that we did have up to that point. All of them from. I mean, 26 was Goto versus Omega, and that was probably a four and a three-quarter. Probably just missed out on five. It, it, was, it was very good. Very it's good. No one never best. Like, honestly, Naito versus Omega from yeah. the night of the night before um, was better. Um, 27's Transcendent. That's the, be- that's the second best match of New Japan's year after the Shibata match. Yeah, that was, um, that was five stars. Thought that was an outstanding match. Um... um Tana versus um, Ibushi have been meaning to go back to because I haven't actually watched it since it aired. I, wa- I, I watched that. it twice and I've given it five stars both times. It's just it's a sensational <laughs> match. Um, um, Jay White versus um, Ibushi and like White completely like cracked open a New Japan main event and gave it a completely different cadence. So good, so yeah. good. But we get like, we gave that five as well. <laughs> so no, that was incredible. That yeah. was absolutely it's absolutely an incredible match. One of my favorite matches of that year. So if you think about um, that, we just I, th- I think we've just been spoiled with the quality. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I I've come 
I come at things from a different perspective now because I've been watching other round robins like the end. Well, I didn't watch this year's end one because you can't make me watch two KG Muto draws. I'm not doing <laughs> it. Um, but like, um, but like, I I know that the these round robins aren't always as good as G1. Like G127, that's like a special transcendent tournament, mm-hmm. absolutely kind of thing. Um, yeah, to be yeah. To be fair, I've been reevaluating rating matches in terms of I don't think I like it anymore. I don't like putting a number on a match. No. Just because then I just have people on my fucking Twitter going, well, I didn't rate it that highly. I'm like, I couldn't give a fuck. Like, I, I shared my match, my rewatch spreadsheet. Yes. And someone was like, well, I only have four or five, um, 4.5 star matches. Oh, yeah. I'm like, good for you. Like, I don't care. Like, I couldn't care. Like, if someone approaches me when talking about a match and we start with a star rating, I want to punch them. Like, like I, d- I don't give a fuck about what number you've thrown on a match. Just tell me what you thought. On on that note, ju- literally last point before we do jump into this first match, because we have rambled. Um, on the website, um, now, actually, um, because... This will come out on the Friday, and that's scheduled to come out on Wednesday. Um, obviously, you know, Chris, I've been going through Meltzer's five-star rated matches, just basically watching the matches, reviewing the matches, seeing if I agree. Yeah, and you, and I've been following along. You've only put one below five stars. Well, uh, the one on Wednesday um, was Tiger Mask 2 versus Kuniaki Kobayashi, Kobayashi from All Japan in 1985. I don't know what drug Meltzer had smoked before watching this match, but I want some. Um, it's 12 minutes, and the match is fucking shit. Okay, but have you tried to think about it in perspective of what other wrestling was around in 19... 19- yes. 100%. And I under- it's not the fact that the stuff they do isn't very good. It's It does not make sense. The, sto- the match, as a story, as a collective section of moves does not make sense nothing is cohesive it's 12 minutes i wouldn't bother i'll send you the link because you're gonna watch it (laughs) so um anyway chris let's uh, enough with Meltzer. enough with uh you brought him up (laughs) honestly you need to stop bringing him up in uh, on podcasts chris um i don't don't care i don't give a fuck about him right chris let's uh Enough of Meltzer. Um, enough of technical difficulties. Enough of technical difficulties that we absolutely 100% haven't cut out of the podcast. Um, obviously, Garth isn't here, um, so we are going to kick straight into two matches that we have chosen as opposed to the wheel. We're going to wait for all three of us to be um, reconnected once more before we do the wheel. Um, Reunited. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, so, Chris, let's uh, let's start with yours. What match have you chosen and why? Um, Dominic Garini versus Minoru Suzuki from Violence is Forever. The Violence is Forever show from Time Bomb. I believe that's the name of the promotion. And that's because it's in my backlog and <laughs> it's a good way to um, yeah, I, d- I don't think our podcast has been smarky enough in your absence, so uh, adding this is certainly a bougie I, I move. I quite agree. I quite agree. Um, I, I kind of miss those times. But nevertheless, let's kick into that match now. So hopefully, he says, 
hold on. There we go. Share. Okay. Oh, where's it gone? There we go. So fingers crossed, we all should be good. But of course, nothing is easy nowadays because hopefully that should be... Are we... Uh, there we go. Right. Okay. We're back. We're there. Right. So what we've done is we're watching this on um, Independent Wrestling TV, um, which of course... Which, of course, makes it very difficult for you to uh, watch it along with us. Um, but what you can do is you can go to the website, www.podmania.co.uk, uh, find this episode of the podcast on the podcast, and the video will be there. Uh, we're also going to stream this. I should point out it's Rob's, it's Rob's idea to do with copyright infringement, not, not me. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I will completely 100% bring Chris down with me um but um this will go on to Twitter um and YouTube maybe but it will definitely stream to Twitter so you can find the live video and watch along with us on either of those anyway let's kick straight into this in three two one play Oh, it's Conrad Thompson. Oh, hey. Hey. Indie show. He's wearing bowling shoes. He's wearing bowling shoes. Yay. Woo! Woo! One ball! <laughs> oh, Garth would fucking hate us. I went to my first indie show in almost two years. Did it have Minoru Suzuki in it? No. No, no big stars. Because oh. they knew they were going to sell out anyway. Yeah, there's been no... Just gagging for it. Yeah. Joe Hendry was in the main event. That was just okay. Turned heel to rapturous applause. <laughs> because he's the worst babyface. Um, no, this, because... Is this the cranberry zombie? Yeah, that's Violence is Forever's theme. So, do you, have you watched the Dominic Guarini match? No, don't even know who he is. <laughs> in your head, in your head, zombie, zombie, zombie. Also, I heard that um, that Kevin Q versus was it Brian Keith? I think it might have been Brian Keith on this show was very good. Oh, and let me double check. Oh, okay. Please do. Oh, that tasted chilly. I'm going to be so fucking annoyed if we are watching another Suzuki match. The second in two weeks, by the way. Yes, it's Kaze Nino Ray. I'd have been so annoyed. What? If it wasn't Kaze Nina Ray. Why wouldn't it be? Doodly 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 doodly. I wish I knew the lyrics, Chris. <laughs> I only know the important bit. Yeah, well, you mean the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is my aim hate- that once COVID is gone, or at least a lot more manageable than we're making it seem in Britain, um... 
it's it's my aim that me, you, and Garth will see at least one Suzuki match live, just so that me and you can get hammered and absolutely belt out Kaze Nina Ray. I I want Grado to come back. <laughs> Grado versus Suzuki. Oh, yeah, I want that. That would be insane to be fair. Name someone out. Who else in Britain would you want to see face Suzuki? Candy Floss. Be a technical masterpiece. It would. Um, so, um, <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen any of uh, Minoru Suzuki? Have you seen any of Minoru Suzuki's American tour outside of AEW? No, but I'm just gonna have to. So that really massive guy with the beard who wanted to high five Suzuki. Suzuki stopped him, made him clap, and then walked away. My favorite bit in the Brian match was when he went up to the referee and just oh, just straightened him out. Yeah. Hang on one second, Chris, I... Chris. Hang on. Hang on. I can't shout. I'll get in trouble. Oh, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Uh, anyway. Do continue. So um, I put that on Twitter. Like, oh, I love him doing back to the ref. And someone retweeted it going, calling the best referee of all time the ref. I'm like, what the fuck else am I meant to call him? Are they calling Bryce Rimsburg? The best ref ever. I don't even know if that's his name. I know his name's Bryce. Oh, well, I think it was from Indie Work. Do you recognise the mask that Greeny's playing? Wearing? Um, not at the moment. One fall! One fall! I assume Garini's the champion then. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not seeing. But Garini's not wrestled in months. He took some time out. He actually had a really good match with Eddie Kingston in AEW earlier in the year. Ah, oh, there it is. <laughs> Garini's someone I've been meaning to do a deep dive on. He's just not been around. He's a he's a big yoth, isn't he? He's a big lad. I like he's a big lad in fight shorts. What's not to like? Like butterbean. <laughs> he does look a bit like butterbean. <laughs> no, that's mean. That's really mean. Yeah, butterbean hasn't got any hair. I know. Imagine not having any hair, Gar. It oh. is it is a terrible lid into Suzuki's. Like. It, you you want to go tell him to change it? No, you no, no. We, we 100% had this discussion last week, and you'd have known that if you'd have fucking listened. Um, you don't watch all my videos. That's a lie. They're all live currently on www.podmania.co.uk, and I've watched every means, single one, so fuck it off. Means, it means you link them. It doesn't mean you... <laughs> I have watched oh, so my, them all. My videos you are significantly read my book, so you can sit down. Your book's not out yet! <laughs> I sent you an advanced copy of some of it and you haven't read it. I, 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 no, 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 no. You are a liar. You, sir, are a liar and a scoundrel. I, I, I complimented the stats. That's because you didn't lots. have to read the stats. There were a lot of stats. Liar. You are a liar, Bootstrap Bill, and you shall spend an eternity on this ship. That was offensive, but... We've got an accent. It's better than your Scottish accent. I don't... Have a Scottish accent, we know. 
This is good mat work. It is very good mat work. Dominic Green is very good on the mat. Well, I hope so. He appears to have a, he appeared to have a purple belt. He did. Um, I don't. I know nothing about Dominic Green apart from the two or three. No, three matches. I've seen three matches of him. One of them was him and Q versus Finjuice. Oh, okay. And it's Finjuice's best match ever because they're not being forced to wrestle in the New Japan Tag Division. Talk me through Garini's mullet. This man is fucking mean. He, he's a man of the world. <laughs> murder, Grandpa. <laughs> oh, he's going to murder every single one of them. <laughs> I love the oh, fact that he stopped the match as well to listen to the chant. Oh, um, so on his tour, um, it's my favourite match of the tour so far. Um, Suzuki took on Daniel Garcia. I saw you. I saw you talking about that match. And um, there was a bit like they were grappling at the start, and the grappling stopped when Suzuki start, decided, "Now nah, we're going to start fighting. We're going to start slapping each other." Amazing. Like, that's literally how it went. Suzuki's like, this is what we're doing now. I wonder if that's like, going to happen here, because Garini's a big boy. Yeah. This this looks far more shoot than a lot of Suzuki's stuff. Well, one of the only Garini matches I've seen was UWFI rules, so... Ah, oh, okay, that makes sense. And obviously Suzuki has MMA experience with Pancrase, so... Yeah, and he was—he's a sheet style pioneer and all in mm. UWF. Which, by have, the have way, you if you want to if you want to read yeah. more stuff about their Tokyo Dome shows, I cannot recommend Eggshells by Chris Charlton enough. It's a fucking fascinating read. You should also read an absolutely remarkable thing by Hank Green. It's not related. It's just a very good book. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you seen, you've, seen, you've seen those videos of like the Russian uh, face-slapping championships, haven't you? Yeah. That's basically what this is going to turn into, isn't it? Chops have been ruined, ruined for me since I started watching BJW because those fuckers can slap. Those fuckers can slap. Hit me again. Hit me with your rhythm. He didn't go down there. Greenies. Go on. <laughs> I don't know whether Suzuki's just better at taking them or whether his chest is just that hard now from taking the slaps. Well, they're making about the same noise. Yeah, true. Just meaty man slaps. Great commentary. Um, I think Greeny might have missed that. I like how you try. You're not going to blame Suzuki at all for anything. Cause you're no. scared of it. Because he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. 
It's funny. I was ta- I forget who I was talking to, but I was floating around the idea of doing like a Suzuki as GHC champion video to go. What would Suzuki be like as world champion? It was me you were talking to about. No, I've talked to several people about it, but like it, there's a, a specific conversation I had with someone was like, "Please don't. I don't want to relive those times." It was me. You were talking to me about it. You didn't watch Noah in 2015. I did. I'm a Noah. Yeah, you're right. I didn't. <laughs> I haven't got the energy to even pretend. <laughs> like. No, because you know I'll question you. I genuinely... That guy looks... There he is, there's the old guy. There is a sea of people. There is a sea of people. There is a sea of tens of people. Right, just because it's not... You can't be going to an indie fad going, oh, you didn't... It's an indie fad. I'm just jealous that you've got an indie fed. What, in Edinburgh? It just everywhere apparently has an indie fed, apart from fucking Stoke. There's no wrestling in Stoke at all. There is, but it, the, the names are fucking dreadful. There's one in Silverdale near us called Pro Wrestling For You. And the, the four is an actual four, and the U is an actual U. And just on the premise of that name, I refuse to go. And also, I'm not getting on my own. Isn't still quite weird, not quite near Nottingham. Um, it's about an hour away. Yeah, we're, it, it's weird. We're an hour. It's why we don't tend to get big bands or anything because we're an hour away from Nottingham. We're an hour away from Manchester. We're about an hour, just over an hour away from Birmingham, and that's where everyone goes. So, but we are having an arena built. So there we go. We might. Well, yeah, Edinburgh's starting to get actual bands now because we turned the Corn Exchange into an O2 Academy. That's been done a while, hasn't it? Um, yeah, but it's only been recently that it's actually massive. Oh, yeah, true. That's a good point, actually. Um, if you're near Nottingham, go to Wrestle Carnival. They get Ring of Honor guys over overall. I did see that. I did see that. And if we were still doing the pure perspective, I was going to suggest doing a meet-up there. <laughs> I mean, we can still do Wrestle Carnival. I'm kind of, it's back because I wanted to go to one in October, but I was like, I want, I need a new acoustic guitar. So. Do you need a new acoustic guitar? No, no, I still need bought so you can't say anything. Oh, but, um, but like, yeah, my old one was like, it was old and beat up when I got it. And it was like really like, the action's like 10 miles off the fucking fretboard I needed for. I need the one. I need the acoustic guitar that's playable. Mm. If it was another electric guitar, I'd be like, "Yeah, I didn't." Have you seen any of Davy Richards' return to? Wrestling? No, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Um, the Gresham match was very good. There was an AJ Gray match on the same show as a. Uh... It's not pretty, is it? This by any stretch of the imagination. Has any Suzuki match ever been pretty? Did not you look? Pre- not at pretty, Dominic but his, his matches with Okada, and not just because Okada wrestles the New Japan Formula, but his match he Okada has special chemistry with a, like a select few wrestlers. And I think Suzuki is one of those that he has that chemistry with. Not to the extent of a Tanahashi, but he's got a good chemistry with Suzuki because he can sell really well. I think with Suzuki, 
for the reason is like he doesn't he doesn't let Okada force Suzuki into wrestling and Okada like no. he'll just Suzuki will just impose himself on Okada. Yeah, agreed. Oh, he, he, he I like that. He was rolling around to get Niba and then Suzuki just walked off. <laughs> was it last week? Oh, was it Daniel? I think it might have been Brian Danielson versus Suzuki, where one of them roll, tries to do a dragon screw leg whip. <laughs> the other just stands there. I think it's on Suzuki. <laughs> and literally just stands there as I was like, nah, you're going to have to try harder than that, you. Yeah, I think that's what I think what's places if he likes coming to America. He just has the prestige to just do whatever the mm. fuck he wants. Agreed. He could go swing, sing Sweet Caroline in the stands. Greeny is fucked. I mean, yeah, he's been in the ring with Suzuki for 10 minutes. Shut up! I like how we're going quiet for every slap. Just because I like the sound of it. No, that was quite a good one, actually, to be fair, from Greeny. If you like chops, you should watch BJW. Yuji Kobayashi. Oh, my God. Look, man, for the first time all fucking year, I am up to date on stardom in this damn book, so... Oh, really? What do you think of Takumi versus Kitami? Um, uh, did I give it four and a quarter? Um, it was a good... Oh, it's, you, not, it's not... You liked it much more than I did. Yeah, it's not Yutami's best match by oh. a good margin. I actually no, prefer their, also... five, their five-star match was better. I enjoyed their five star. I enjoyed their five star match more too. I feel like this oh, match is best. Down he goes. I feel like this match is their five star match, but extended. More. Yeah, yeah. See, we didn't need to extend. It really. I really, really, what? really enjoyed the Mayu and Tam match. Ah, oh, see, I fucking hated that match. Jesus, Chris. You knew that was gonna happen. I stopped watching Sardom, right? And nah, not... it, it it does make sense in the wider story. No, in any storyline implications at this point, I couldn't give half a fuck. Exactly, but if you're not invested in watching the promotion, then you're not going to, are you? Whoa! Stealing Suzuki's moves? What a dickhead! When it comes to the best Utami match, we definitely disagree over what that is. Yeah, we do. We do. However, I will say, we were talking about Round Robins at the start of the podcast. The five-star this year has been pretty damn good. The great, the in-ring quality has been pretty pretty fucking consistent, actually. Yeah, me and Shirakawa managed to get much better as well, which led to some really good matches. I really she, liked her MoMA match and her Starlight match. I thought she was really, really good. She, at the moment, is the most improved wrestler in my end-of-year awards. Um, Kagama, I thought, had a really good tournament. She yeah, had a good like, tournament. What did you think of her Azuki match? Eh. Yeah. I like, the, I, like his, I like Azuki's new finisher. Yeah, it's weird. I I am really out of touch with what Sardom fans enjoy because I looked at the ra- I looked at the ratings for the latest Big Show and all, some of the five star stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not on this level at all. Oh Jesus, this has got again, really sloppy. This match in ring. I think that's the point, though. Yeah. Um, like, I didn't go into this thinking it would be fucking crisp. No, no, did I? No. Other that, that was fucking smooth. <laughs> it always is. Suzuki's been doing that for 400 years. If he hadn't gotten that nail by now. I tell you what, it's going to be a fucking effort getting him up into the Gotch-style pile driver, though. Yep, you're acting like you take he's not lifted up bigger guys into the Gotch. 
Like, Guini's only like Ishii size. That's a good point. He just looks heavier. In fact, Suzuki's quite. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm assuming that's going to be it. One, two, three. Imagine, imagine if Guarini had just got into business for himself and just kicked out at two. Would you, are you going to shoot on someone? You don't shoot on Suzuki now. Yeah. Like, you shoot on like... It's nice to see him win a match. I genuinely don't think I've seen him in all the watch-alongs that we've done of Suzuki, and we've done a fair few. I don't think I've ever seen him win a match. Oh, yeah, he didn't. Did he win the AJ match? I literally can't remember. No, I think AJ won. Yeah. Right, let's, uh, that's uh, let's not Suzuki's role. No, that is a good point. That is a good point. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about the uh, the five-star in a moment, but obviously the match is finished, so let's get into our thoughts about that. Chris, um, did that meet expectations, surpass expectations, underwhelm? What did you think? First of all, motherfucker, I'm looking at your side book because you gaslit me into thinking there wasn't a ton of stats in there. There is a ton of stats in there. There is a ton of stats in there. There is, you're absolutely yeah. right, but... The fact that I've written so much and then sent it to you because I value your opinion as my co-host and, more importantly, as a friend, and then you <laughs> sent me, oh, your stats are good because I can't be no, asked I... to read the rest of it. What no, the fuck I... is that, Chris? I don't know what I said. What I said was some sexy-ass stats right there. What do you think <laughs> about this match, Chris? I think we're losing what we once had, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you're never here. I I enjoyed I I, I enjoyed that match. Um, it, it was a fun little match. A lot it hit a lot of the same beats as several of Suzuki's indie dates. Like he's brought into the crowd quite a lot. Mm. Like he he doesn't need to do much more than playing the hits. But you know Suzuki's hits are really good. I like Greeny in this match. He came off as very sympathetic despite his uh, size differential to Suzuki. So, um, it was it was your stereotypical Suzuki match. Um, like it was like, like a it was like a mid stage G one Suzuki match. Yeah, exactly. It it felt it was an exhibition match. Obviously, that was announced at the start, and it it felt very much like an exhibition match. And I think you summed it up perfectly by saying it was very much the hits, um, which I think is a great way of describing it. Um. I don't think it was a bad match at all. I think no. the untidiness suited it, and I think that, that grappling exchange at the start was really good. However, if I was to go by the much-esteemed Chris O'Brien thread ratings, um, I'm not sure it'd make my thread. Yeah, it doesn't quite make it. No. For me, it's a three and a half. I, I, I've given up rating. <laughs> You're such a fucking hipster. Um... I yeah, I'm I'm gonna go three and a half. I don't think it was quite I don't think there was quite enough substance to it to make it a thread match, if that makes sense. Um I think I don't think thread match like I, I think of some of the matches that are on my thread and some of it's just people slapping each other. Which, so, don't get like... me wrong, has has its place one hundred percent and it has its place in this match. I just don't think I don't know. It didn't quite resonate with me 
the same as I thought it would. So looking at the Walter and Timothy Thatcher match we watched many, many, many moons well, that ago. Was more than, that was more than slaps. For. But I still felt like the slaps met, meant more as opposed to just playing to the crowd, which obviously, you know, Suzuki's a touring um, wrestler. He's there for one night. He's not going to have an in-depth match. And I completely understand that. This isn't me getting at the match going, I wanted more story. Um, it's just, it didn't quite hit for me. Ironically, because then we just watched a Suzuki match. Oh, it hit. it hit for me. I just didn't. I just don't think it's one of the better matches of the year. I just think it's a good match. Yeah, yeah. three and a half, man. It's a good match. There you go. Right. Anyway, to my choice now. And we have gone because, like I said, whilst Chris is on this self-imposed sabbatical, we want to try and keep up to date with some of the wrestling because Chris... You self-imposed. You fired me. That is true. I did. I did. You just can't get your cock out on camera anymore, Chris. Jesus. Um... It is so impressive. (laughs) I wore a robe and everything and then Ric Flair gets outed and it's like, oh, you can't take out your cock. Tommy Dreamer Tommy Dreamer, I was just going to say... <laughs> yeah, Tommy Dreamer, ironically, was a huge advocate for you coming back. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's something you should read into. Uh, <laughs> but yes, as Chris is uh, mining Garth, more more Garth, uh, eyes into the present product, um, we wanted, while Chris was off, to do more of the current stuff um, and try and keep up to date with pay-per-views from different companies. So with that in mind, um, our, over the weekend, we had Impact Bound for Glory, um, where the Iconics, now known as the Inspiration, took the tab titles. Spoilers. Um, and Were we just looking for another word that starts with I? I genuinely do believe that that was the case, yes. Um, and the, the, the Indigo didn't quite work. Yeah, we... I, I, ran, I can't think of anything besides but I know. Um, the Imodium. The Epitome. That's E. Oh. <laughs> uh, the Interstate. The Interlope. The Interstellar. The <laughs> Icicles. Uh, Interstellar versus Cosmic Angels. Book it. Oh, there you go. We've just booked an absolute oh, feud. I can look at my DVD shelf for things that are good with I. I feel like we are already taking the this in, further than it needed to. The, the Inglorious. The ingl- See, now that actually isn't bad. Yeah. It's better than the Icicles. <laughs> <laughs> Which was shit. The, the Ideologues. The Ideologues. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I was saying, we had um, the inspiration debuting in Impact and taking the tag titles off of I love, Rosemary I love and Jessica when, Havoc. I do love when companies don't make people earn their title shots. Yeah. Or their title rematches started. Uh... <laughs> um, but yes, we are going to check out the main event for the Impact World Championship that took place between main Christian event. Cage. Main event. I think you'll find the main event was Moose. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. Was it the last match? Was it the last match? Damn it. Yeah. But yes, it was Christian Cage versus Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship. And yes, for those who haven't seen it and haven't heard the news, uh, Moose cashes in, making this match ultimately pointless. Sorry, Chris, you're absolutely right. Moose! Um, Cashed in, made it absolutely fucking pointless. But we're going to watch the match Anyway, because it's Josh Alexander, and Josh Alexander is I mean, fucking not, brilliant. 
we're not we're not invested in the storyline. <laughs> not even slightly, mate. Not even yeah. slightly. Though I did watch Slammiversary, which means I'm slightly more into it than you are. Um, Don't watch anything from Slammiversary. What's the main event of Slammiversary? Oh, it's Christian versus someone. It was Christian versus someone. You are absolutely right. Um, um, it, was it Ace Austin? Christian versus Ace Austin? No. No. No, no it was Kenny. It was Kenny versus uh, Sammy oh, Callahan. Callahan. Oh, yeah. I, I did actually watch that match. It was a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so. Oh, no. I've done the wrong one. That's why. Crap. I'm sharing the wrong screen. I apologize, I was about guys. to say, I, I'm looking at the the totally legitimate impact plus subscription yeah we're definitely uh oops uh, <laughs> is that right I, I, there I still, we go i still feel you shouldn't be putting this video out because it is straight up copyright infringement don't know what you mean chris um anyway ladies and gentlemen so if you want to load up your impact plus subscription which is what we have um and load up they can literally see the fucking screen like <laughs> I, I don't know why you put these videos up because it just shows a your piracy unless I'm here to lend you a fucking password. Sorry, and... what? Sorry, what? <laughs> what? Whose stardom account do you use? Whose WWE network do you use? Which is fucking up my continue watching because I can't find Couple the Nitro I'm supposed to be watching because you're spamming it with two thousand shit. Couple things. No, First no, all... not a couple of things. You <laughs> pikey fuck. Sit down very... and take your medicine. I am sitting down. I don't have Good. medicine. But doctor, who purchased? Who purchased on a club for you? I, I did thank <laughs> you several times. It's not enough, Chris. It didn't feel like you meant it. What do you want me to do? Suck your cock? Yes. Is that so hard? Uh, but wait, not wait, really. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's get into this match. Um, we are watching it from 2 hours, 20 minutes, and 38 seconds. Hopefully, you've got a lovely graphic of Christian Cage and Josh Alexander. And we will start playing in 3, 2, 1. Off we go. Josh Alexander strikes me as someone who I would watch more of if he wasn't contracted to Impact. If he was in a decent company, you mean? Well, I can't say if Impact's a good company or not. I don't watch it. But um, every time I watch Josh Alexander, it's like, oh, wow, you're incredible. <laughs> Are you secretly letting your cat in? Yes. Um, Fred. Oh, Fred and George both want to be part of the podcast. Come on in, guys. No? Have you decided that you don't want to anymore? Okay, fine. Fuck you then, George. I was... I've, I watched. I actually watched the um, Josh Alexander match from NJPW Strong a few weeks ago. What? After all the abuse you gave me for watching it, I you, gave it you the ab- fucking hypocrite. No, I give you the abuse because you don't. You already don't watch the good shit. I watch that after you watching don't all watch of the good Strong. Shit. You are such a hypocrite, Chris. I watched one thing and I gave you abuse because I've been recommending you UQ Anna matches all year and you watch none of them. If you close your eyes, you may and yes, you reveals. Don't do that because I fucking love his impact theme. It is a good theme, to be fair. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was him versus Daniel Garcia and it was a genuinely good little leg match. You know what's fucked up? Every time I ask for match recommendations, some cunt gives me 
Josh Alexander versus TJP and the Iron Man match. Yeah, but you've already watched like, that. Is... No, I haven't. I thought you'd watched the Iron Man match. No, I watched the match they had. I watched the match they had in January. Oh, you coward! It, it is so unreasonable to expect. I sat through a six. I am invested <laughs> in Kenta Miyahara, and I watched a sixty-minute Kenta Miyahara versus Jake Lee match the other week, and I fuck last week maybe actually, and I fucking hated it. Was it, it the was one from awful. the anniversary show? Um, yeah, the one for the Triple Crown. Awful. I assume Jake oh Lee won. Oh my god. Um, Jake Lee won. Yeah. Is it because Jake Lee can't wrestle heel without being boring as fuck? Oh, Jake Lee is such a bad heel. He seems to think being a heel means laughing. He's had one good match. He's had one good match all reign, and that was his match against Shitaro Ashino, and that's because Ashino's fucking incredible. Ashino is good. I do like Ashino. He's, he's the guy from short. Wrestle Wrestle One. Wrestle One. Yeah, yeah he was like great. that ace. Yeah, he was, and just hasn't been booked at all well in all Japan since. It's super it weird because he can. T- he's had so many triple crown opportunities. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's had so many. He, he could faced... not look weaker. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he the fucking racist ref from NXT? No. No, that's Drake Burtz, and he is. Oh, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, a cunt. He just looks like someone who'd fucking hurt you, don't he, Josh Alexander? Josh Alexander. Can you believe he only recently became full-time? I honestly, I saw that on Twitter. Wasn't he a fireman? Yeah, I think Yeah, I think so. Uh, to be fair, you can see that, though, can't you? He kind of looks like a fireman. But the fact <laughs> that he wasn't able like? to become full-time until... What was it? A couple of, it was a couple of months ago, wasn't it? It was this year. Yeah, well, um, here's the thing. I think it might be a case of he could have went full time. We just like he's a family nut man, so he might not have seen the. Uh... He's but just... like, I guess if he's being if he's main event of impact, I hope he, he has the money in his contract at least. But also, he does like half a million indies and all. He does do a lot of indies. Obviously, he's got all that stuff with New Japan Strong that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. So mean... I guess now that he's on, I guess now like he has enough payday from like weekly shows wherever like they're filmed in bulk like New Japan Strong's probably done in bulk I know Impact's done in bulk I Did you see the think Alexander versus um the announced Alexander versus um Suzuki Impact no that's happening Alexander versus Suzuki they announced it last minute too it was like it's happening tonight by tickets on what show Impact. Just on an Impact TV? Yeah. Fuck's sake, I didn't know that happened. Well, I don't think it's happened yet. Well, Suzuki's gone back to Japan, so hope it's happened. Oh, it must have happened then. Well, he's back in Japan. When did that happen? Uh, well, he was on his way back today because he, um, he, well, he posted something on Instagram that said bye-bye America with his suitcases, so one would assume he's leaving. Was it a picture of his socks? It was not a picture of his socks, no. It's just weird how much he likes his socks. Do you know what? That man can like what he fucking wants because he is a scary motherfucker. <laughs> he can like what he Cage? likes. What do you think of Christian Cage's return to wrestling? Um, it has been very much like the entirety of Christian's singles career, hit and miss. I mean, like, I, I stand by in ring, he's better than Edge. Like, as a pure wrestler, he's better than Edge. 
Are we talking crafting stories in the ring as well, or just solely the moves? Moves slash work range. Like, here's the thing. Edge, you need investment in an Edge match for the Edge match to be really good. Which is why Christian he's Cage, better at crafting stories. Christian Cage, you can go in with nothing and you'll be fine. I, liked, I really liked his match with um, Kenny. This match with Kenny was decent at All Out. It was. It was just overshadowed by who everyone yeah, knew was debuting. The yeah, the fact. I loved, by the way, I loved the uh, fake out we did. Yeah, really good, wasn't it? Like, but what I loved about the fake out was it wasn't a shitty fake out. Like wrestling fan, like American wrestling fans have got so conditioned to like being shat on. Oh, they expected. So, someone said, "Isn't it good looking at a company that actually wants to ha wants you to be happy?" And it's so true, so true. Because if you tried to do something like that with the dub, they'd just be like, "Oh, you want this? You want this? Well, how about we add some Big Show to it? You want this? You want this? Well, what about Randy Orton versus John Cena, part twenty-eight? You want you want this? Well, what about Batista versus Randy Orton? No! Stop doing things to deliberately agitate the fan base that are paying your fucking wages, you stupid fucking billionaire. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. Uh, um, like, because honestly, if, if Adam Cole was for big, Baby. like, you could just, like, you could write off Brian not being there, because, like, AW didn't say anything. So, like, you could write up Brian not being there as, like, the internet whipping themselves up into a frenzy. Yeah. And then it's like, Adam Cole's a good debut, we can move on. But then Brian turns up. It's weird, because, like, all outs on my shows of the year, not necessarily because of the matches. Although a lot of Just the hype. Really yeah, no, that's the thing. It felt important. Oh, it, it... I think I said to Garth, and you, actually, I think I said it in the group chat, it's quite possibly the most important wrestling show in the last... Oh, it's the most important one since at least the five first years. No, I'd argue the first double or nothing is more. In... You have got a point, double or nothing. I mean, on the one hand all as out. well, you can say all in. Do you mean? Yeah, all in. Yeah, all in. I'd say I'd say this all out is more important because even though you've got know, people like in... Kenny Omega, you've got people like. Um, because at that point they hadn't got CM Punk. You've got people like um, Christian Cage, people like that. To be able to bring in Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, and then obviously everything with CM Punk, um, they became a legitimate contender instead of, and I quote, piss and company. To have CM Punk's debut, uh, return match, his first match in, what, seven years? To have Brian Danielson debut in something that isn't the WWE after God knows how long. Have Adam Cole coming back. It's just, I would argue that's more important than All In. Have you seen Brian versus Omega yet? The 30-minute time limit draw? Um, yeah. Have I seen that? Honestly, if mate, you, I, can't, you, I can't remember. I don't think I have. If you can't remember, then you haven't, because it's one of the matches of the year. Wow. Bold claim. It's, de it's definitely... Is it, though? Well, well, it's not really a bold claim, because um, I, like, I gave the five-star final five stars, so it's not that bold. I, get, I think I gave it four and a half. The star ratings don't matter. Um, I thought it was a fucking superb match. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it told a really, really good story. I think Suri is worker of the year. I think she... 
I can say worker. I don't think she's one of my wrestlers of the year. I think when it comes agree. to stardom. Oh my god. Oh no, she's object. She's like an objectively better worker than most of the company, but she doesn't excite me quite as much as say, like a big mobile match excites me much more than a big. That have you seen their high speed match for Kawasaki Super Wars? No, I haven't. Um, Starlight Kid versus Momo. Yeah. Oh no, I saw that was happening. I've been seeing seeing the promos on my Twitter. Like Charlotte Kid going deep. Are you even still the head of Queen's Quest? Yeah, exactly. But that match should be fucking brilliant. They had a really good uh, Cinderella match. They did have a really good Cinderella match. The last two years, actually. Yeah. They um, work really well in they fast do. conditions. The only problem is we're trying to make the high speed cycle something that's not. That's because the SWA is pretty much completely wrapped up in Suri at the moment. Yeah, and, and they're not. They, they have, I'm pretty sure the match at, um, in Osaka was a SWA match, but it wasn't going to be. No, because originally it was supposed to be Konami, um, but yeah, Konami's and, and in hospital. Yeah, but they weren't going to make an SWA match for some reason. No, and then they're now, which I don't like, they're now doing the right to challenge stuff. Yeah, you know, like, I hate it. I absolutely hate yeah, it. No, Stop it's... being New Japan. Because you know for Especially a fact that, t- you know for a fact Azumi your... isn't going to beat Suri for it. And it turns your um, and it turns your big several week tournaments into essentially the Royal Rumble. No, it just makes point. it the G1. It, it robs it of any sort of identity. No, that's, that's, no, that's the problem with the G1 though, is that like, because of it's basically you're fighting for the belt at Rast- to fight for the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. It's essentially the Royal Rumble. Mm. Which has been completely diminished because they've had to find ways to make two nights interesting, which we don't know how to do. You mean three nights? Oh, fucking hell. But what makes me laugh is it's the 4th, the 5th, and then isn't it the ninth or something stupid? Yeah, like, don't they still have me... The, are they still doing Dash in between? I don't know, are they? <laughs> what the fuck is the point in that? Every time I see something from you, like, I don't comment on it, really. Like, if I comment on it, I make clear that I'm asking... Oh, Jesus, the Bret Hart like, bump. Yeah. Well, you can tell Josh Alexander's a heart guy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I'm so good that the North aren't a thing anymore. Yeah, but they would have been Alex- brilliant in the AEW tag division. Yeah, but also I'd argue we'd be lost in the shuffle. Like, how many great tag teams get lost, got lost in the shuffle in the AEW tag division? <laughs> Private party, where are they now? They're with Matt Hardy, aren't they, as part of the Hardy front office or whatever they're called. Hardy family office, sorry. Like, the AW's roster, while it's really good and really deep... It's fucking is, big. Yeah, like, fucking Pac versus Andrade is a rampage feud. To be fair, I think the tra- that rather than... Like when SmackDown first started, they were trying to... They tried to make it basically a second Raw, and then yeah. progressively Raw became bigger and SmackDown became smaller. I think they are trying to make Dynamite and Rampage the same, but Dynamite is always going to feel more important than Rampage because A, it's longer, and B, it's been going longer. Oh, fucking hell, Jesus. What do you think about D'Lo Brown on commentary? I've not heard any of it because I've been talking to you. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, what 
what I don't don't get though is how's Christian always sunburned? That is a very good point. His tan is the butt of many many jokes. Yeah, like a, his spear is more effective than edges just because he burns, physically burns through your body. Burns through you as he goes through. Yeah. I want to see how many people are in attendance for Bound for Glory. Don't Google it. Let me see. Well, we're in the asylum, aren't they? Um, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, it's not it doesn't, 2300. doesn't look like the asylum. Well, the asylum isn't going where have they been broadcasting from? I don't think it's that many. I, ca- I can't imagine it's more than four, five hundred. It's in Samstown, so Las Vegas. Ah, uh, no, oh, Samstown. This is, isn't this um, where they had. They've had something else from here as well. They did something else at Samstown. Um, Our race came out of Samstown several times. Um, uh, we could be watching Our Race right now. We could be watching ROH now. I mean, to be fair... Oh, no, it doesn't matter, actually. We had a, we had a really weird episode this week, ROH. It was a Violence Unlimited versus Foundation special. You had Reptitus versus Tony Deppin. Um, Brody King and Dickinson versus Tracy Williams and Gresham. Yeah. It was not, Gresham's declared for the world title scene. I saw that. I did see that. Um, oh! Powerbomb Batbreaker. You don't see that very often, if ever. Yeah, because most of the time we just go for like the Project Champer kind of thing. Yeah. Because it does look cool. It does look cool. It does look but very also, cool. Oh, the Project also, like, Champ is so fucking brilliant. Such a good move. I'm surprised we have. I'm surprised you didn't get into argument with me over what I said on Twitter last night about NXT people now. What did I say about NXT? What did you say about NXT? I didn't see it. Um, essentially, my view is the aesthetic of NXT 2.0 is much better than late NXT. Oh, there's a reason I haven't said anything. It's because I completely agree with you. Yeah, but it was still tryhard. It was like I like metal. I, I completely agree with you. The first aesthetic of NXT, when it was black and gold and wasn't trying to be something it wasn't, was fine. But the whole, yeah, the whole like devils and wings logo. and shit was like... It was like every 15-year-old designing their band's logo. Yeah, it looked like um, those knockoff Mel t-shirts you'd get down at the Sunday market. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was a fucking great sequence. This entire match has been so fucking tight. Yeah, it's a tight match. Like, I couldn't give half a fuck. <laughs> no, that's the problem. I mean, but I suppose if if we were watching Impact on a regular basis, then maybe we would give a fuck. Maybe. But also, like, I, I, it's hard to feel sorry for Impact because, like, oh. over the years, they've, they've burned viewers so many times. But, like, yeah, I don't blame people for not trusting them to no, watch exactly. week on week. Like, I get some of that's ancient history, but even in, like, 2018, 2019, they were fucking weird. No, they seem to be trying to sort they've of... Been try- I know, they've been... I know. Up, they've been trying that since 2015. Like... The, like, 20... Like, that whole GFW takeover was only four years ago. Jesus, was it? Fucking hell. Yeah, it was in 2017. Um, it doesn't say what the attendance is. It hasn't been announced. 
Uh, well, you can look at the attendance of other Sam Town think, and that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. Um, okay, I'll have a look. I want to see Josh Alexander versus Gresham. I want to see Josh Alexander versus just anyone because he's great. I want to see Josh Alexander in pure rules. You want to see everyone in pure rules? I do, because oh. pure rules is better. He's so good. He's so fucking good. So smooth. He's someone who should be on top of every company he ever goes to. Agreed. Not jobbing to Moose. Moose! Oh no! Look at that. Look at Armbar. It's always weird see at Impact um Impact pay per views though. It only, you get it a only seems of... to be um Impact that runs it. And they are they don't announce the attendance for it. I guess, I guess it's just the new impact zone. Must be. That was smooth. Was very smooth. Very smooth. Um, the simple, like, impact from those places where like people watch the pay-per-views or see the clips online and then comment on the booking but never watch it. Mm. And I'm sort of like, okay, but why? Like, why do people comment on things they don't watch? Yeah. Like it's a plague on my fucking Twitter every time, and and it's annoying every time because uh, every time myself or even still with Forrest, who's been going on about fucking the RH all year, mentions RH people like people watch that, and it's like New Japan fans who are still angry about fucking the MSG show. Was a shit show though, wasn't it? The Ring of Honor yeah. side. Honestly, fucking dreadful. Honestly, if you go back and um, I'm, for some reason I found myself watching Jay White versus I think it was for a scrap video. It was for a scrap video. Was it something offend? Was it because you were going to antagonize people by calling Okada shit or something? No, it was a um, revisiting past match of the year contenders to see how my tastes have changed. I thought you did that one. No. Oh. Do you know what? You're absolutely spot on. Just oh yeah, no, Christian Spear is better. Yeah, but you're well, absolutely right. Josh Alexander be should be at the top of any company he's in. Yeah, he's so smooth. He is extremely and can, smooth. And well, you can see exactly who his inspirations are. It's like Angle Steiner. Yeah. That 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 moonsault screamed <laughs> Kurt Angle, didn't it? Yeah, look at this. Oh, just the form and everything just, is Kurt Angle. Angles, yeah. I was trying to think who it reminded me of, and once you said it, I was like, yeah, it is. It's just Kurt Angle. Yeah, but he's done Bret Hart moves, and obviously the headgear is Steiner. I think there is a reason. I think there is a reason about the headgear. (laughs) I feel sorry for Christian. He's one of the big debuts for AEW. And then they ship him right off to Impact. To Impact. Well, apparently this is sort of the the book closing on Impact being part of that Forbidden Door thing. Well, yeah, because we only got it because we needed something. And then, like, we, 
we can actually we actually have a somewhat working relationship with AEW now. Yeah. It's super weird because like AEW seems to have a working relationship with like a uh, New Japan proper, whereas Ring of Honor's kept going on just with New Japan strong. Yeah, I, th- I imagine once COVID again is under control, I imagine we'll see something a lot different. Yeah, I'm curious what's going to happen in that because right now them being on AEW TV is basically just a way to highlight strong. Yeah. I mean, just think about the G1 next year for a minute, Chris. I don't want it. <laughs> Please do. Just just for the sake of this. You think about who wasn't in that G1. You had no Osprey. You had no Jay White. You've got people like Brian Danielson who wants to be a part of that G1. You're Brian telling Danielson me goes... you wouldn't watch that G1 if Brian Danielson was in it. Brian Danielson I wouldn't watch versus... the whole G1. I'd watch his matches. I wouldn't watch the whole G1. Brian Danielson versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Take my fucking money. You know... D- Brian what, Danielson like, versus Toriano. Oh. Best comedy match of all time. Uh, oh. He'd fucking lose to Chase Owens. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was, that was smooth. It was. That and was again, great. Kurt Angle. Yeah. He is he is one strap down away from just being Kurt Angle. Oh, oh, keep it. Keep in. To... Keep control. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. If... Impact's getting thrown out of the deal. Does that mean Callis is going to stop being on AWTV? Why not? I'm a fan of Callis. I find I find the whole elite thing kind of annoying. I found it annoying back in 2019. Oh shit! Oh well, that was anticlimactic. No, he taps out to a leg submission. I don't no, think I just anticlimactic. I just thought I think it we was... just weren't paying attention. I think that's probably what it was. <laughs> I kind of wanted the match to carry on because it was really good. He <laughs> put headphones on, no, um, <laughs> headgear onto the, <laughs> onto his side. Yeah. Are we going to get a moment of Christian handing over that belt? Obviously. Can we not stick around for Moose to come out and because? Uh, no, we don't have to. We we don't have to. Don't worry. Right there, you go. Are you happy now? No, <laughs> never. <laughs> um. Anyway, Chris, um, uh, what do you think of that, man? Very good, very clean, mm, very, very clean. Um, <laughs> Did you just quote Danhausen? Yeah. You hate Danhausen. He's not been on our radio as much <laughs> as he used to be. So, like, I'm I'm warming to him because I just through not seeing him as much. It's Damn like how you. I love my, it's like how I love my brothers more when I don't see them. Um, do you love me more when you don't see me? So the match. Ooh, um, bitch. <laughs> wow. So, the uh, it was very clean, very good. So fresh and so clean. But um <laughs> I do like dropping outcast references. Yeah, you no, guess. you're doing a tremendous job. Do, do you ever think um do you think Gaff when he talk when he's in trouble with like his wife is like I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> Quite possibly, quite possibly. Yeah. Um, what we talk? Oh yeah. So, but the match was very good. Very. Cl- I've said that so often. You have. But yeah. Like, you need I, to stop. But, but I didn't care. Hmm. Like, I've. It's a. 
very good match. Is that the match's fault, or is that because simply you don't watch Impact Wrestling, so you don't Maybe, care about I don't, the feud? I don't, wa- I don't watch Time Bomb, but I ended up caring more about Suzuki versus Guarini than I did about than this, despite this being objectively a better match. A far better match, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and like I have more of a connection to Christian, because he's like a childhood figure for me. I just didn't ultimately care, because it's in a company that has scorned me so many times. <laughs> Such yeah. a weird Their track record is fucking shit. Um, yeah. I agree with you. Um, and I think that that's inherently going to be a problem. With the way we do podcasts, that is going to be the issue with quite a few companies that we don't know the storylines going into it, so we don't necessarily care about the oh, matches. This is an option C situation. Well, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Um, however... I really enjoyed the match. Um, it was an enjoyable match. And I, I was behind Josh Alexander. You know, I I felt the crowd were behind him. I felt like he played that plucky underdog really, really well. I think Christian could probably have been a bit more of a heelish dickhead, but that's just personal but preference. He's not, but he's not a heel. No, he just he's a tweener that sort of... Yeah, I don't know, but I just because he also like understand he, he was playing he was playing white meat babyface just a few weeks before it all out. So. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Okay, I know you're not. You're all like, eh, we're not getting into ratings. Well, it's not quite a thread match for me. It's not quite a thread match for you. So are you not going three and a half? I guess. Okay. We well, I'm going four. Ah. So there you go. Between us, it gets onto the thread. But also, we rate very differently. <laughs> we do. I get my cock out a lot more. I'm I'm a lot more of a positive person than you are. Um, it's not it's not positivity. I just don't want to throw out five star matches like they're smart. I have two five star matches all year. Three. Is it one of the Mossbray versus Okada. Is one of the Mossbray? Yeah. Still stand by the fact that that's a five star match. Your hatred of Offspray. Offspray. Who's Offspray? Your I've hatred Osprey of Osprey. Match. I've rated Osprey matches highly this year. His ones with Shingo have been fantastic. Oh no, not them ones. They sucked. No, they <laughs> didn't. They didn't at all. <laughs> you are you are them. absolutely wrong. Well, no. If you hated them, then it's your opinion. But and you're his entirely Zach opinion, very, unless it's wrong. His match with, his match with Zach was very good. That's because Zach is fucking brilliant. His match with David Finlay was good. Certainly one of the most improved wrestlers out there. What, Finlay? Yeah, when you consider like where you... he was in 2018. I'm going to argue, well, in 2018, he was a young lion. Hang on, his match with fucking Jay White. His matches with Jay White in 2018 were fucking spectacular. Mm, yes. But was that more Jay being amazing than David Finlay? 2018, Jay White wasn't going to carry people. 2018, Jay White did carry people. He carried Juice and Finlay. Juice wasn't carried. Fuck you. He fucking Juice. was. 2017, 2018, Juice was great. He just got 2017, worse. Juice was not great. Behave. He so was. He, he was, was not. It's just Kojima match. It was amazing. One match does not a year make. And I mean, Kojima yeah, can still named, go if now. I, if I named anyone else in that G1, you'd be like, oh, well, of course it was good. It's Kenny. Obviously. Nobody <laughs> has a bad match with Kenny Omega. Or very few um, people. Have you been wa- I was about to say, have you been watching AEW recently? Well, his match with Jungle Boy was tremendous. 
wasn't tremendous. It was very good. It was tremendous. Tremendous. It's, not, it's it? not five stars. Um, did they give it four and a quarter? Four and a quarter, I think. Uh, it only just made my friend. You're just a grumpy fuck, that's why. I'm I love gr- you, but I'm you are a grumpy, grumpy man. I'm not a grumpy man. You play the Scottish like stereotype really well. How? Because you're just grumpy. I'm not grumpy. You are grumpy. I love re- I love wrestling. <laughs> I love wrestling, me. I do. <laughs> anyway, I think that's uh, I think that's enough from us today. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. If you are listening to us on Apple, please think about giving us a five star rating for the nonsensical bollocks <laughs> we've been talking. Um, we absolutely do not deserve a five star rating, but it would be lovely. <laughs> Four and a quarter. <laughs> You're a dick. Um, but I'll, I'll grant you that was very funny. Um, make sure you check out the website, www.podmania.co.uk, where you can check out all of the archive podcast episodes as well as the live video of this podcast and many, many more. Um, go and check out Chris's YouTube channel because if I don't plug it, he'll slap me. Um, he does never, do some... I- he does do some better than average videos. I, I'm pretty sure most of the people on here are already on my channel. That's very presumptuous. I, be, I mean, I've been here for since before my channel. I thought you said them before my childhood. I was like, what? What are you talking about? I grew up in front of your eyes. <laughs> well, you were a mere fetus when you started on Podmania. You kept calling me a fetus back in the day. That's because you are a fetus. You're like 12. I'm 24. Fuck off, Chris. Just I, absolutely I fuck off. What? I love you, bro, but fuck off with your youth. Wow. Your youth. I, I, I'm a grown I'm a grown up. I pay taxes. I'm a grown ass man. I have a job. I pay taxes. I, ha- I, ha- I, have, I have my degree on my wall. I'm a, I'm a grown up. Um, check I drink, out Twitter. I drink coffee in the morning. You do. You do. Um, check out our Twitter at Podmania Chris where can they find you on Twitter at Chris Lospira you can find me it's at Real Rob Goodwin thank you so much for listening guys and we'll talk to you guys again soon you've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast follow us on Twitter at Podmania Facebook at Podmania Podcasts and YouTube and Instagram at Real Podmania And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans.